Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is... August the 12th. August the 12th. You're my calendar, I guess. My calendar girl. Um, <laughs> it's good to have Ellen back in the studio again this week. Thanks. You were out on a cruise last week. Where'd I you was. go? Went to the Bahamas, Grand Bahama Island, for nice. a day. Yeah, it was nice. It's good to get away, even if it's just for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, like, um, how many people were on the boat? You said it wasn't that big of a no, boat. No, it wasn't that big of a boat. I don't think it, there were more than five or 600 Oh, 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 wow, that, that's small. Yeah, it's huh? a small one. That's like not even like half a deck of one of the big boats. No, it's nothing like the yeah. big boats. It's yeah. uh, It was a small boat, small cruise. But, you know, it's nice to be able to eat whenever you want. And, you know, 15 swimming pools, not really that many, but lots of different pools. And they even had an, an adult jacuzzi, but it was so hot we couldn't get in it. Oh, the weather was so hot. No, the water was so hot. Oh, there was something wrong with it. Yeah. Well, there was a sign that said, if it's over 106 degrees, don't get in. Whoa. <laughs> well, the one that you used to have in your backyard, what was that set to? Like 104, right? That one never worked. But I mean, isn't that what it's supposed to I be? I don't know. I don't know anything about them, honestly. No. Um, I had one in Atlanta, and it just... I didn't. I didn't do anything never technical it. with it. No, used it all the time, but I but didn't. You just never set it. Yeah, just, I never yeah, dealt I with it. I guess the heat was set, and yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm a girl. We don't do that. Well, you missed it. You missed a pretty interesting show last week. Yeah, Doctor, so I see. Doctor Salia, uh, "Safe to Love Again" was his book. How to release the pain of past relationships and create the love you deserve. He'll be back on September 9th, I think it is. Um, he, he, had a, he had a real decent message. I mean, there was a lot of things, you know, they say that you need to stay aware and, and stay, remain teachable, you know, and there's a lot of things that we just go through life thinking that we we take for granted and we automatically know. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But I was asking him a couple of questions, um, and he was even talking about children learning about love and feelings and all of that. And it was the markers are way earlier than I anticipated. You know, we hear we hear like children really start developing and learning learned behavior at around three years old. Right. He was going back to as early as one, a child would understand what a feeling is by two people's by two people's interactions. You know, how the mothers how the mothers or or it would relate how the mother's actions are into a feeling of their own. Like anger. Right. You know. And I said, well like how early does that happen? And he said, like it can, it happens as early as the third trimester. So before the child is even yeah. born. And and you know, you you he and he jokey he used the reference. You know, you see people talking to, right, their baby in their belly and all of that, and um, that's all true stuff. You know, and it, that's all stuff that we take for granted. Like we're yelling at each other, and we're not necessarily doing damage. But we're not helping that little individual who's trying to strive to come out and be a, a newborn um, with the tools, right? With the proper tools, right. you know. And I don't know that anybody's even aware that that you know what you're doing. I wonder if how the mother is feeling, you know, emotions. If the baby can feel the emotions, probably. You know, I, would, I, mean, that, I would think so. That's a good question to ask him, you know, because he was he was knowledgeable about what he was talking about, and he could he 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 deals with alcoholics and addicts, but not specifically. Right. So he has a general idea of of who we are, how we function, um, and what 
how he can assist with getting us back on track. I mean, it was a real good, it was a real good hour. It went by like way too quick. And of course, when we have guests on, it just goes by too quick. Right. Because, you know, there's a lot of things we like to learn ourselves and send out to our audience, you know, and, and, um, we have, we have a few, uh, guests booked that have, I don't want to say absolutely nothing to do with addiction, I mean, I would imagine that everything that we do has to do with addiction because that's what we were, that's that's what I was born into. Right, and it's it's integrated into our society. Very much so. So, yeah, I think, you know, everybody's been affected by it in one way or another, whether they realize it or not. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, I almost think it's a good idea to go broader than that because, you know, everybody's got stuff. And everybody, everybody and, and, and needs. And you can you can relate to what when they say when they say in meetings or or anywhere, take what you need and leave the rest. Right. Take what makes sense, and and use that right. in a positive way. When when people are sharing things with me, like some of the individuals that we've had on the show, their point of view in in my basic learning is bizarre. But I learned from them. Right. You know, I learned that there is another way, and my way isn't the only way. You know, and that's the that's the easiest, softest way for me to open myself up, knowing that I'm not driving the bus, and somebody else may have something that is a little bit different than how I was taught to make it just easier for me to make it through the day. Right. And... What a wonderful concept that is, because <laughs> well, there is more than there. There is always more than one way to do anything. There's there's more than one way to recover from addiction. There's more than one way to deal with the consequences of what you've done. There there are so many different ways to look at things that I think you know it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty cool that we can do this and talk to all these different people and find out you know their perspectives on things. And, and maybe what they have to say will be something that someone else can learn. And I, I know for me personally, it's it's been an eye opener that you know there there is there is not just one way to do things. There's not one right and one wrong way. There are many many different avenues that people can take. Yeah, absolutely. to get better. Absolutely, and, and or to live their best life. Yeah, and and I think I think what happens is is that we get in a even even in our daily life's journey today, being clean and and being you know sober and and uh, trying to share the message of how to do that. I think we can get in a rut with yes. our message. Well, yes, you know, yes, because you know it's our experience. Everybody's experience is different, and this way we we get to learn different ways, and you know, different. There are different ways to think about things too. Right. So it, it you know, not only is it interesting, hopefully, it's helping somebody else out there. You know, I'm I'm anxious to read the book because it looks like something that I would really like. Yeah, and you, you, there's a couple of more books too. We got. This one oh, you got like one three. So that, cool. We're going to be yeah. doing a lot of different authors then. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't, and, and it's 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 getting the message out. It's giving us it's giving us knowledge as well. Right. Everything, you know, like I said, you need to remain teachable. And I've always said, you know, for for people who understand the word Rolodex, I have a <laughs> Rolodex of things that assist me in my daily. Functions, right. you know, not even necessarily how to stay clean or how to stay sober or anything like that. There's a lot of things I've picked up and learned along the way to deal with people, to deal with issues, to deal with, and it has nothing to do with with alcohol or drugs. It has to do with life on life's terms. And many years ago, I would use the excuse of alcohol and drugs not to have to deal with, or I would use that reason not to have to deal with uh, life on life's terms. But without having that coat to pull over my head anymore, or without choosing to pull that coat over my head anymore, I have to deal with what's coming to me. And to hear people share about 
all of the different things that they do, it only gives us the knowledge to be able to uh, embrace positive and and be able to um, act accordingly. Right. And there are so many facets to this that, you know, like, like we've been saying, there's not one way to do things. There's not a right. There's not a wrong. You know, it's whatever works for you. And that could be something that's completely different than what works for Ray, than what works right. for, you know, people that I know. Everybody has their own path to follow. And to be able to find that is a beautiful thing without rigid thinking. And I think rigid thinking is one of the things that's going to get in the way of somebody getting better and getting the help that they need. Well, I think, you know, and, and, and also there was a time when I was new and someone set gave me a little seed and i took that seed and and that was my that was my charge that was my badge of courage that was my this is the path that i'm on and i'm never which is a word that yeah should never say yeah, it probably shouldn't say <laughs> should never say never right yeah never say never that was a song right maybe no that was the name of a group or a song no, it was Romeo Void, Never Say Never was the name of the song, yeah. Okay, that was the 80s. Um, past my time. Past your time. Yeah, 70s were my, my era. No, you were, you were still... No, I was working and... Oh, and that's right. They didn't let you listen to the radio in the in the in the no, slave they didn't. factory in the hospital. No. At, in the mill that you worked at. And <laughs> <laughs> the hospital. The hospital. Yeah. No, no, there really was no radio. Yeah. Um, but anyway, where was I? Oh, so I would take the knowledge that they they newly gave me, and think that that was the the way the way, and it was my and and I would end up out there. With that not working for me. Right. Because that's the only way you knew. How, yeah, or me not knowing how to use it. And it was disaster. So, I mean, uh, just to, just a little shout out, you know, if you have a little bit of knowledge, recognize that and, and, and seek more. You know, th- they say a lot of, I don't know what they say now because it's been quite a few years since I've been in a quote-unquote, recovery environment. But they told me to seek out an individual and ask them to be my sponsor. That is that is absolutely true. But you need to branch out as well to embrace a lot of people that are doing what you are doing so that you can have a better advantage of the positive thought process. Because the individual you ask to be a sponsor may be not the one for you. Right. And and there are many different reasons to select a sponsor as as I watched my daughter go through that. You know, people with six months clean time, six months sobriety are probably not going to be your best bet. Not to say that they couldn't be, but they I don't think that they have the experience level that's needed to really work with somebody who's, you know, in the throes of trying to get to throw this disease off. No, but amazingly enough there are some people um, with less clean time or less sober time that have a lot better base of knowledge than right, true. people with plenty of time. So just don't use somebody that has 20 years because that may be a broken 20 years. Well, I mean, you know, I always say... I think people need this balance of toughness and empathy. And it's kind of hard to find people that have that, you know, because those to me are the, are the stable people who will be able to deal with you when you're, you know, down in the dumps, getting ready to relapse, have relapsed. Right. Whereas um, somebody who doesn't have that, I don't know, that it, there's it's a quality to the person to, to be able to handle not only handle, but empathize with you when you're going through something like that and and be able to coach you out of it. I guess, you know, to me, a, a sponsor is a coach and you need a coach to have the right kind of experience for you. And I've seen a lot of sponsors who are more into the tough love approach. You because know. I said so. Yeah, exactly. That and just, you know, 
you screwed up, you're wrong, you're, you know, you're terrible. And then there are others who are, you know, empathetic and kind, and maybe, you know, that doesn't work either. You're too nice. So I think it depends on what the, the type of person that you're working with. You know, if you've got somebody who needs tough love, maybe that's a good thing. If you've got somebody who needs love and not tough love, then you need a different kind of person who who doesn't think one way. And I think um, rigid thinking is is going to be the worst enemy of anybody who's trying to get better, because you can't get better. You can't get better if with people who don't believe in you, no matter what you're doing. And I, you know, one of the things that I saw is, you know, the right kind of sponsor is going to believe that you can get better whether you do really or not, and that can make a huge difference in somebody's. You know, in somebody's recovery path and recovery right. process, and yeah, I know even for me, I decided to pick a sponsor who I knew wasn't going to let me slide on any of my crap, because that's the kind of sponsor that I needed. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, somebody like my daughter maybe did need to, to get a pass here and there because you know of the type of of hurt she had suffered in the past. And I think you know you just have to you have to be able to work with people on many different levels in many different ways to make it workable. Am I making sense, or am I just yeah? No, babbling? you're making absolute sense because the you know with with me they said you know seek out someone, and I want to say that that's probably just like an anchor point. Mm-hmm. You know, get an anchor. In other words, get get responsible within that group so find someone that you can real that you can rely on to help walk you through now i've said it before it's like it's like a guy asking another guy to be there to be their valentine you know they <laughs> it, it was just funky fortunately enough i walked down the stairs and i saw somebody that i hadn't seen for four or five years who i thought either moved away or was dead you know, I had to, I have such a body count behind me right. of, of of friends that I've lost. I, I lost count, and there was a time there where time has like passed me. You know, like I've gone through months of not knowing what was going on. Right. You know, uh, but but I mean, but that's okay. I, I look back at that as uh, gratefully I made it through it, and all my family's still alive. You know, but um, so what they what they say was grab an anchor, right, and then start learning. My anchor never left, fortunately enough, and I never had to. I never had to change that anchor. We're gonna we're gonna take a break right now, and we'll pick back up about sponsorship or about just clinging to someone and um, using them as a positive force in your life when you finally get out of your own way and say enough is enough. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. You know, before we went to break, we were talking, or I, I, we were talking about sponsorship. And I used the word sponsor right the minute or two before we went to commercial. You know, the the most important thing, the most valuable tool that you can give yourself is as tough as it may be. The toughest thing is is to surrender and say, you know, I've reached my saturation point and I need to put myself somewhere safe for a week or so to regain my thoughts, regain my composure. When you walk back out into the world, your old self is still there. Right. Your old self is still there waiting to jump right back into your genes and take you right back down that same road. And you're really not strong enough. You don't have enough knowledge. You don't have enough time away you may think that you have a pocket full of miracles, you know, and you may have a pocket full of hope, but you really don't have your ass in the seat yet. You haven't, you haven't owned any of what we call recovery and any, any, any type of abstinence. I mean, abstinence is one thing, but recovery is another. If you've gone a year without drinking and then drank again, what good did that year do you? Yeah. Brought you right back to where you belong. So if you're new, or if you're coming back, I mean, if you're coming back, you know. But if you're new, reach out to someone. Like-minded individual at first, if that's the case. If you go into a meeting and you know someone, then reach out to them and ask them, to be your friend, to be your sponsor, to be your your guide. If it works for a week, at least this individual will be able to. No one is going to tell you no unless there's there's a circumstance, be, you know, right. there. But but I'm sure if somebody said, "Well, I just can't right now because I have too many people." or I have something going on in my life, they will absolutely bring you to someone else. Right, and, and that does happen. You know, I've, I've seen people who are really good sponsors can get completely overwhelmed. And you can't really help some, you know, you can't really help too many people. It's going to take too much of your of your time. There just isn't enough time in the day to do that. Right, I, I you know, I was told by my sponsor, to never say no, right? But that's a. It was. It was. It was a a lesson learned. Um, never say no doesn't mean that you have to embrace every single person that comes your right. way. It doesn't mean you have to do every single thing somebody asks you to do. It doesn't. Never say no means just be open and aware, and if your time allows. Yeah, be willing. Be willing. Be willing. Stay willing. If you don't have time, you're not saying no by embrace, embrace, you know, uh, uh, inviting them to see someone else to right, seek true. someone else. I mean, you you're know? still trying to help them. And and sponsorship to me was one of the most valuable tools. One of the most 
shiny tools that I had in my toolbox because I had no clue. I thought I knew everything. Right. I went in there and I thought I knew everything because I was scared. I made believe I knew everything. I couldn't recite one sentence of the readings that they were saying. Now I can say <laughs> them backwards, forwards, sideways, oh, and, yeah. and in Spanish. Right. You know, <laughs> But I thought I knew and I had no clue. It's because I didn't know me. Right. You know, I didn't know who I was going to become. When you when you honest when you make the honest effort to purge who that individual was who drank and drugged, you may embrace a a completely different human being. Oh yeah, from what yeah. I'm saying, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, that's why they call it a miracle. Right. When you get the miracle, you know the the change is radical. I mean, you're still you, but you're you with another dimension, and it's it's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing to see. And, you know, I always say you can feel it. You can really feel it in the people that have had that happen, and you know they're going to be okay. Well, I mean, as far yeah. as the addictions go. Yeah, you, you, you pray that they'll be okay. You pray that they stay out of their own way. Because, you know, after even after 30 years being clean and sober, today's a good day to drink. Today's a good day to get yeah, high. But, but I'm you, an addict and alcoholic. That's what we do. But you know, you know, and you got that miracle. I mean, anybody, anybody can right. fall. Right. right. Or but anybody the bottom can line is, today is still a good day to use because things come at, come at us. Like I said in the, in the, in the prior segment, I, I have a lot of valuable tools. I have that Rolodex of things that I can use to deal with life on life's terms if I choose not to deal with life on life's terms, there's a use card in there. There's always going right. to be a drinking and drugging card in there. And if I'm saying there won't be, I'm lying to myself. I forgot where I came from. You know, and you can't do that. So don't set yourself up for failure early on. Don't set yourself up for failure after five years. Remind yourself on a daily basis that today is, today, you are still the same addict and alcoholic that you were the last day you drank. You just don't have all that funk with you. You don't have all of that garbage that you brought into detox or rehab or however you got your first day uh, clean and sober. Don't ever, don't ever forget where you came from is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, understood. I, I, uh... I don't mean to put it in a way that makes people think that you're going to be okay. I just have sensed in people when they have, I don't know, I almost call it flipping a switch in their brains and, and have maybe realized how to get out of their own way, as you say. I think I'm starting to understand what that means, too. I've been asking you for years, what does it mean to get out of your own way? And, and I think it's an ego thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. And, well... I say it's a, you say it's an ego thing, but your ego is shattered. Yeah, but you're you're shoring it up with alcohol and drugs, and you know this fake persona that comes with it. I think it would be like a false ego because yeah, yeah exactly. But it's still the false ego is is well. I guess in every ego is false, kind of really, when you think of it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's how you think about yourself. But it's almost like that has to get out of the way before you're you're going to see. What you need to see. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately enough, the longer you stay willing, the more knowledge seeps in there. And it, and it happens like almost through osmosis. The, 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 the more willing you get, the more knowledge you receive. I remember when I would go to a facility and come out and stand back on the corner across the street from the Belmont Club where I where I hung around. I wasn't getting any knowledge. I was getting the wrong knowledge. The wrong knowledge seeped back in, and I used it in 15 minutes because I put myself in the wrong place until I got out of my own way and got to go to meetings and started listening to what Others who were feeling the same way, which I would not vocalize right. because I was still too 
I still had that fake ego. Right. So you couldn't let anybody know that you felt this that I was that I was weakness broken. or right. brokenness yep. or whatever. And ultimately, through osmosis of going, it seeped in. And then ultimately, after a few months, I could say, "Hey, I'm broken too." Yeah. You know, and and, and feel okay about saying that. And it was the greatest thing to be able to say yeah. that. Because that's know, when, that's when it, the healing can start. Right, and 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 if we could bag it so that you knew it on the first day, we wouldn't have to go through this process. Oh, I know. Of, yeah. And and the, and the process can be so difficult, you know. Because oh yeah, it's very. I difficult. think a lot of people have built up that false ego over a lot of years of whatever kind of pain they're medicating away with, you know, alcohol and drugs, and it, it's. That is probably the hardest thing to do, is to get that out of the way so that you can actually hear the message and do what you need to do. Absolutely. And just, you know, admit, I can't do this on my own. I'm broken. I need help. And so many, many, many people can't really say it. They're there in a meeting, but they're not saying it. Because the disease still has them. And the disease allows you to think. Oh, I got this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm seven days into this. I'm nine days, 15, 20, 45 days into this. I got this. I don't need to, I don't need to follow. I remember for the longest time I would draw a circle and say N-A or A-A in it. And I would put a dot like right on the, right on the line. Yeah. And that would, that was me. That's where I, that's where I hung. I hung right out on the frill. I didn't need these people to tell me. How I, I didn't need to connect with these people that right. were saying the same things that I was feeling, and I and I I, I kind of stayed away from them until it made too much sense to not raise my hand and say the same thing, you know. And I think that's part of the time that it takes an individual to. When I stopped using, I was the same person, but just not using. Right. And it took a while for me to figure out, do I want to embrace the person that I am, or do I want to change the person that came in the door? So you didn't have like a lightning bolt aha moment. It was more of a gradual. I think it's all, I think it's all gradual. I don't, really? think, I don't think there's like the zap and all of a sudden you become. Well, so you hear it in stories sometimes. I, I was lion. always waiting for the zap. Yeah, well, the lion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a only, nice concept. Well, I, I mean, I can only share me. Yeah. Um, but from you know having the experience of time that I have, there's no real you know go to bed, wake up. I'm a different yeah. individual. Yeah. No, it just doesn't happen that way. We like to. T- our ego likes to tell us that. My ego would love to tell you right now I went to bed. I went to bed wanting to use. I woke up and the obsession was gone. I would be lying to myself. I would be playing with that using card. Okay. I would have my fingers on it and I would be. And I tell you what, there's the, when you look at those cards on that Rolodex, that using card has finger wear on it. Yeah. I haven't pulled it out, but it has finger wear on the top of it. I've I've considered it because my ego still tells me that today's a good day to get high. Today's a good day to drink. I'm an addict. That's what we do. It's it's in us. I know what the outcome would be. I know um, I would be homeless, helpless, and loveless within a matter of days probably. I mean, I, I would sustain myself for a little while. Because, you know. Well, because you got stuff now. Yeah, because I got stuff. But I wouldn't gut stuff for too long. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You'd start selling it off once yeah. the money goes in. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe me. Seen it happen way too often. It's it's scary how quickly it can go. Yeah. And, you know, um, gladly people interceded. And people helped me find out who I was. I, I don't know. Some people get it. Some people get it quick. Some people get it slow. But you will get it in your own time. And the people that get it quick, I think, um, 
still need to sit and process what it is. Like right. when I say they get it quick, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden snap, hey, I'm, I'm okay and I'm never going to use again. Don't lie to yourself. Um, is that the rose-colored glasses thing? Yeah. yeah where you're looking the pink elephant. Yeah, or yeah whatever you're they looking call it. Yeah, yeah. at everything in this wonderful way, but right. in real life it's going to hit you upside of the head because it just has a tendency to do that no matter what. Yeah, right, you know, exactly. Life is, life is hard. I didn't, you know, I didn't expect it to be as hard as it as it is. But I would never, you know, life is hard. But I would never give up the experience that I had uh, from using to get the knowledge that I've learned right. along this thirty-year journey. You know, when I say thirty years, I'm like, geez, that's that's a uh, long I've time. Been, I've been, but it's it's been a long road. But it's also just as easy to throw it away if I, if I forget who I am, if I forget where I came from. So do yourself a favor and, and be the best you you can. Step out of your way, step into a meeting and say, I can't and I need help. Right. Then they will be there to help you. Believe me, they will step up and... and if if you can hear it, they will give you everything you need to start right. getting better. One, at least one individual in that meeting right. will. There's always there's always that one. You know, you go to a you go to a meeting. You go to anywhere. You go to a. It's it's almost like you know it, in in the in the bizarro world in the negative world. There's always that one individual. If you walk into a bar that will want to buy you a beer. Right. There's always that individual when you walk into a meeting that will that will embrace you and say welcome. Yes. And, so, and collectively they will too. I yeah. think, you know. There are gonna be people with various degrees of wellness there obviously you know madness you, yeah yeah it's a madness too probably <laughs> but you know that's well, all part of it yeah and, but you know and learning that's to good a, for gratitude yeah that's good for gratitude and it's a good gauge you, you go in and you go do i want to be like this person with with x amount of time no i don't so what do i need to do who do i have to ask what do right. i need to uh, yeah well I listen mean, to every story because everybody's you know everybody's got something to say and some of them aren't even supposed to should be said out loud but well, but, you know. That's why they say get a sponsor. That's why they say find somebody and confide in them, you know, not necessarily in your first night, your deepest, darkest secrets, but, you know, embrace an individual and ask them along on your journey. Ask them as a guide. You don't show up in Nepal and go out on a uh you know, you don't grab it. You don't rent a truck and go out and try to shoot an elephant on your own. Right. You need a guide. Right. You don't walk into Narcotics Anonymous or Alcoholics Anonymous or Cocaine Anonymous and do it on your own. It just doesn't work that way. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments. When Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. 
Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back for the last segment. Man, this, it just it just like blows by, doesn't it? It really does. But like if I was sitting, if you said, meet me at 7 o'clock at the bus stop, and you didn't get there till 8, I'd be right out of my mind waiting for an hour. Yeah. We're sitting here talking, and then I was gone right, in like 10 gone. minutes. Yeah. It's or crazy sitting, how yeah, time. Sitting in an airport or whatever. You know, right. It's crazy how time. And that's, you know, that. Is one thing time, you know. We just we just said if I'm if I'm sitting idly waiting for someone, I'm in my mind and right. I'm like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? We're, we're talking and we blow we blow through, you know, uh, Grey's Anatomy is an hour long, yeah. right? Right. We blow right through a TV show like nothing. When you're watching a show, you go like, is it, when's this? You know, almost when's this thing gonna end? We still got 15 minutes left. The, your your best friend isn't always time when you newly get clean. Right. Yeah, you, I guess you don't want to be sitting around with nothing to do. Time allows you back into your head. Right. It allows you back into that old individual. Today, when I when I sit by myself, I don't go back into that old head. Because I've given myself the opportunity of change. The more you are willing to change, the easier it is to get out of your old head. And it's not going to be like I said, go to bed, wake up, everything's going to be new. It's going to be gradual. You're going to look back and go, oh, wow, how did I get here? You know, you may lose the use, you may lose the urge to drink, you may lose the urge to drug. Early on, but you're still in that funky spot of shoulda, coulda, woulda, and, you know, I I messed this up, I messed that up, and just put your big boy and big girl pants on, carry on, because all will be okay as long as you keep doing the right thing, as long as you keep asking for help, as long as you keep getting out of your own way. And... and I think um, that's probably going to be the hardest thing to do. Is getting out of your own way. Getting out of your own way. Yeah. You know, realizing that that's what you're doing. And maybe you don't even have to. I don't know. Maybe you don't even have to. But, you know, you've got to keep walking the path. And, and it's a pretty narrow path at first, from what I hear. And listening to the people around you who, who have walked it before you and can kind of guide you on how to stay on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what it is. It's it, it's guidance. It's, right. It's suggestions. My dad once said, uh, "Well, he he said it a few times, but it, it it stuck in me once, and it's never left me." A smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from others. Be wise. Right. So if you're asking someone for help, if you seek an individual as a guide. And you ask them for help, they are sharing with you all of the mistakes that they made when they were newly clean 
So you don't so have you don't to make necessarily them. have to. You're still going to make your mistakes. I was one of the ones that had to learn from my own mistakes, even though they were laid out in front of me of what was going to happen. I remember going, I don't know, I was 60 days clean or something like that, and I went into a uh, the places, I don't even think it's there anymore. I mean, I know it's not there anymore under the name, but it was a place called The Fisherman. It was right down off of Cogswell Street. It was a, it was a bar. And I was going there to drink cranberry juice. Yeah, in a bar. In a bar. And because that's what my mind told me was okay. I was So you just I was, decided I want some cranberry juice, I'm gonna go to that bar. No, no, I was going with a couple of people oh, that okay, I was that okay. I was that so I went you to were meetings gonna, with. Yeah, you're just but gonna, they were just as cuckoo as I was. <laughs> right. And so I, I found myself there and I told the bartender I wanted cranberry juice. Somehow it came back to me as vodka and cranberry juice. Ah, I, I couldn't believe a, you would want it. I took a sip, gratefully spit it back in the glass, and walked out and left everybody else that was there I was with and drove home. Called my sponsor on the way. I said, man, you wouldn't even believe what happened. He said, telling me what you're going through – Going to the fisherman, I know what happened. Yeah. He said, what did you learn from that? I said, I learned I don't belong in places like that. Because the opportunity to drink, the opportunity to use is there. It's that much greater. I go to weddings today and I don't even notice alcohol. When I went to weddings when I was newly clean, I noticed alcohol. And I always had to tell the bride or groom or whoever invited me that if all of a sudden you turn around and see me not there, it's because I got to a point where I can't. Can't just can't be around it. Just can't be around it, and it's not because I. It's not because maybe on 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 one aspect it might not been because I wanted to drink, it was because I didn't like what the people were turning into who were right. Yeah, they reminded, I think it's probably pretty hard to be around a bunch of drunk people and not be drunk yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> I mean, why would you want to be? That's got to be kind of hard. Why, why would you want to be? Yeah, I mean, exactly. There's no, there, there doesn't people make that are any gradually sense. getting stupider and stupider. <laughs> yeah. But then again, there's that one individual who, who doesn't, and you yeah. don't know. But, like, maybe you don't like them, so what's <laughs> it? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe some of them get funny. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, I, just just stay aware. You know, it it's not you 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 you've been given a lot of knowledge and you're learning a lot of knowledge along the way. Just stay aware. It's about it's about awareness. It's about being open. It's about staying out of your own way. You know, and and I'm so grateful today that through trial and error, my own trial and error, and I can share with anybody else what they're going through that. I've probably gone through it already, and if I haven't, I, I, I still have the ability. I, I still have the opportunity to, and it's not it has anything to do with with going into a bar and drinking. It's just life on life's terms. You know, like I, I see, I see people who deal with horrific things that happen to family members or horrific right. things. You know, fortunately enough. God willing, that won't happen. But knowing that people have made it through kind of gives me a little bit better hope that I would be okay through it as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, I don't know, some kind of a almost, I don't want to say a strength because that makes it sound like you have to be super strong to be able to do this. It's not that. It's just maybe a knowledge that you have that no matter what comes your way, you know, you you, you have, have the ability, the ability to, be okay. to yeah. handle it. Yeah, you have the ability yeah, to be Whether you okay. do or not is your choice. Yeah. But you have the ability and to handle it. And that's why I said that's why I said that 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 using card right. has got a lot of fingerprints on it because I was willing to pull it. Yeah. You know? And you you know, put your hands on it or your fingers yeah. on it and thought about it, but then yeah. didn't do it. Because you have the awareness and the ability. Yeah. You know, to to that's the dog sneezing. 
you have the ability to take that awareness and use it correctly or, yeah. not, or to your advantage. And it's, and it's so it's so self rewarding when I'm not saying put yourself in jackpots all the time and go hey hey I made it through because that's not going to work. But it's so self rewarding when you get in a situation you realize, whoa, something isn't right. Something is something's not feeling right in me. I probably don't need to be. And you reach out to an individual to help walk you through it or to get you out of there. It's so self fulfilling to be able to say, "Look what I did for myself." Right. When before I would have just dove in head first. Right. Yeah. I, I I got this. I handled it. Yeah. I yeah. handled it, and I, you know, I didn't have to go down that dark road with all of the terrible consequences that always happen. Right, and that's that's a beautiful thing. It is, and that's and that's recovery. Right, there's a distance between abstinence because abstinence, you're you give your you you're giving yourself uh, the okay to use later on. Right. Um. And with with recovery, you're you're embracing a new way to live. Exactly, and that that has nothing to do with who you were. Even though you really may not know who you are going to be, you know you don't want to be who you were because you reached out to somebody and said, "Get me out of here." Yeah, help me. And that's a huge step. Get me out of here. Help me. Yeah, I think even if you're sitting in a meeting and you're and you're listening to someone share, and you're agreeing with them and you're agreeing with them, and you, but you just don't have the, you know, fortitude to raise your hand and say, I, "I I feel the same way." Grab somebody after the meeting and say, "You know, that made a lot of sense to me." That's so self gratifying to be able to connect and to be able to vocalize it. You're on your way. Right. You're absolutely on your way. And that's. That's, you know, on your way is the only way you can be. Yeah. Because life is a journey, as we, you know, as we've talked about before. And the journey can, you know, it can have big mountains in it. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to be hard to scale. That's life Buy a on life's terms. a new pair of sneakers and start climbing. Yeah. Yeah. But. but Not alone. Yeah. You're never alone. Not alone. Use you're the, never alone. Use a rope. And that rope is a sponsor. That rope is a guide. That rope is yeah, people I, climb yeah. Kilimanjaro. They don't do it alone. Yeah, or the, or a group. You know, you can belong to a group. Right. And they're, they're all, all, you know, somebody will be there to hold you up when you need it. Yes, and, they will. And you, you can do the same for them, which is also a good thing. Right. Well, that's about all the time we have. Um, you're going to be here again next week, or are we um, by phone? Probably going to be by phone. Dude, she's on cruises. She's <laughs> up in the mountains. See, now now I, I, I have to do this all by myself here. All right, now I'm uh, feeling bad, but I'm okay. So with I miracles, guess we will end with... With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is, folks. Have a blessed evening. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.